0: Welcome back to Inspired Incompetence, featuring more silent members than any other podcast. How's it going?
1: Uh, the pretty 20 good. people in the room say pretty good.
0: Yeah, pretty good. Perfect. No, we, we've we got more than that.
1: Well, that's just in my room. I don't know what you guys have.
0: Yeah, that's more like it. Alright, so here we are in Galaspire, having made uh, exactly zero progress since last episode.
2: We actually managed to go backwards. Uh,
0: <laughs> hey, Tioblith notched four kills. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, you guys had probably the toughest fight of your, uh, adventuring careers last episode, uh, claimed Randolph and, uh, Thalias by proxy, almost claimed Elxy and almost claimed Tia uh, Kishikish, and, well, Tioblith was never really in any immediate danger, uh, it was starting to look pretty hairy for both Utrid and Arginus towards the end there.
2: You keep you keep saying that about Utrid, that's not true. Oh
0: I'm look, if you if we <laughs> want a couple more rounds without the Gallo Dead or uh Tyka dying, uh, would Utrid have still had more Arcana points to spend?
2: I mean he had three more rounds when we finished, but like he still has. not he's not just Arcana points.
0: Yeah, I know. But it's by the grace of those Arcana points that I think he went untouched for a very high number of hits.
2: I uh, not as many as you would actually like as the DM.
0: Well, what's Utrid's uh thirty
2: four? Without the 34. arcana point? You had a yeah. lot of like thirty ones, thirty twos, thirty threes.
3: I think well. about sixty five percent would have uh yeah. would have missed
2: without the arcana point. That's probably a good number, Tom. hmm
0: I think we can agree that it's the hardest that Uhtred has been pushed in a long time.
2: I'll give you that. Definitely, that was the most we've struggled through a a combat a while. Or Uhtred, I guess.
0: No, I think it's safe to say everybody. Uh, Well, I I, I mean...
2: Everybody (laughs) else struggles through most of the combats.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, combat is over, and uh, Randolph lies before you all in pieces um
3: our genus is on a mission he runs over to the um he, he runs over to the uh, knight and um he does dispel magic and then uh disintegrate
0: oh okay he doesn't have any thoughts about randolph being dead the grave knight's got days before it regenerates
3: yeah, I mean, like, we're in a place of, I'm like, with you, Tom. F- yeah. Finish
0: off the, the threat. <laughs> uh, I'm,
3: not, I'm not about that. Like, yeah, uh, I'm absolutely finishing off the threat.
0: Okay. Give me a Dispel Magic check. Uh, Caster level check. Uh, 24? Uh, with a 24, you successfully, uh, quiet the magics within the breastplate. Now Disintegrate. There, uh... All right, uh... Arginus fires a green ray of disintegration at the breastplate and has a little scene play before him. Commander Baronmore, this is day seven of my continued isolation within the walls of mechatar in the heart of Geb. The enemy remains ignorant of my true identity and mission. Spycraft was never a specialty of mine, but it was still quite easy to enter the city in the guise of a simple merchant the undead of Geb have proven surprisingly hospitable to the living. Indeed, a vast majority of their gross domestic product appears to be crops meant to be sold and shipped to other nations, with no sinister ulterior motives, as best I can tell. I've established myself as an agent of Catepeche, come to audit the shipments of crops sent there. Emeritus and the others have established similar covers, and are spread throughout the city, We remain in contact, but must take care to not arouse suspicion. I will be sending status reports on our mission as my cover allows. It may be days or weeks between missives, but I will remain diligent and perceptive during my mission." Signed, T.G. A small room appears before us, appointed with a simple bed, small writing desk, and a single window. The room looks adequate enough, its furniture simplistic but well made. And enough space for a single person to exist comfortably. The window offers little and ambient lighting, and the room is instead lit by several tall red candles, some held in brackets on the walls, and one sitting on the writing desk. Sitting at the desk, his shadow stretching away from the candlelight, is Taika Guzmar, the yet living Grave Knight. As he folds an envelope around his written letter, we can see the fading light of evening in Mecatar, and as we do, The ever-present rot can be smelled under the flowery aroma melting off of the room's candles. From our brief glimpse of his written letter, we can see that the words on the page don't match the summary we just heard. The letter seems to be encoded. Taika seals the envelope closed with wax and stands up from the desk. We follow him out of the room, riding on the heavy clumps of his sturdy boots. As we do, we get a decent look at what must be a humble inn as we make our way up a short hallway, separating Taika's room from the spacious common room at the front of the building. Several living customers crowd around the largest table, deep in muttered conversation, while a skeletal employee brings a large tray of various mugs and glasses. The smell of rot is no longer subtle, and as Taika makes his way to the front desk, it's nearly overwhelming as we approach a skeletal receptionist. Tyka chokes back the urge to gag as he places his sealed letter on the front desk. The receptionist looks down at the envelope, then back up at Tyka. I need this letter delivered to Nirin Horn Sounder at the Farseer Tower Lodge in Katapesh, please. A scratching clink follows as Tyka slides several silver coins toward his letter. The skeleton looks down again at the letter and payment, then back up at Tyka. The paladin fidgets uncomfortably as the empty eye sockets gaze silently at him for several moments. Finally, the skeleton nods before depositing the coins into a lockbox and storing the sealed letter in an outbox behind the desk. After this, it resumes its haunting stare into Tyka's soul. Tyka fidgets again before clearing his throat. <clears> throat> Thank you. Uh, have a nice day. He walks away as the skeletal receptionist continues to watch the back of his head until Tyka disappears down the back hallway toward his room. We finally hear the distant click of his door, and the skeleton finally moves again, opening the outbox and removing Tyka's sealed letter. A pale-skinned dwarf walks past us, and almost too quick to see, snatches the letter from the skeleton's outstretched hand. Before we've even had time to wonder where the dwarf had come from, it slunk out the front door with a frighteningly fluid grace. We follow the dwarf out the door and into the bustling streets of Mekatar. The dwarf shuffles up the street and down an alley, where it transforms into a direbat, and re emerges into the crowded throughway, soaring into the air and over the surrounding buildings. A sight that garners no more scrutiny or concern from the mostly undead crowds, than a common bird might, in a busy city like Lastwall. The direbat flies across the city, over petrified trees, between tall ebony towers, and finally landing on a wide, extravagant balcony with a commanding view of the undead capital. The direbat returns to its original form, and the pale-skinned dwarf adjusts his clothing and straightens his posture before entering the dimly lit abode beyond the balcony. Though the temperature inside is dangerously cold, no misty breath can be seen from the vampiric dwarf's mouth. He approaches an illusory fireplace, enchanted to appear warm and inviting, and waits standing quite still for what seems to be hours. Finally, a translucent man rises into the room from beneath the floor. The man has olive skin and dark hair, with eyes that glow a sinister green. The dwarf turns to the man and kneels in subservience, with Tyka's missive held up for inspection. The man looks at the sealed letter, and then back to the dwarf, and we hear a familiar voice echo through the room. What news do you bring about the Paladin? Months pass, and we watch each and every one of Tyka's letters get intercepted and brought to Geb for inspection. The letters never reach their intended recipients, though responses are created by various agents of Geb, designed to fool the Paladin into thinking his correspondence is successful. And poor Tyka, thinking his contacts set up in Katapesh, is forwarding his reports back to Lastwall continues to divulge increasingly valuable information directly to the enemy. What's worse, his compromised line of communication reaches out not just to his commanding officer several nations away, but also to his fellow agents hiding throughout the city, whose identities and locations are gleaned with ease from Taika's attempts to contact. Some of the spies are apprehended right away, like Guzmari and Yalis, Others, though, are left to their own devices for observation. Taika never falters in his mission, continuing to learn as much as he can about the Undead Nation's economy and commerce, and reporting his findings. Never one to look a gift horse in the mouth, he continues to assume his ongoing success to be nothing suspicious. However, the carefully crafted, fabricated responses from his fellow spies begin to hint at the possibility that some of his allies may not be so loyal to Lastwall. Tyka is given just enough doubt to grow suspicious, but not enough to sway his optimism or test the waters. Still, over time, paranoia settles over the Paladin, and after months of isolation in enemy territory with very little contact with his allies, his optimism has corroded, and Tyka is no longer sure who he can trust. The sad reality is that neither Ameritos, Yalus, or any of the others have received a single letter from him during his entire mission. Of course, each of these agents, or those who remain free and uncorrupted, have received plenty of communications from Gebite agents posing as Tyka, but they remain equally ignorant of the spider's web in their correspondence. Finally, we watch Tyka read the latest inbound message from one of his allies, still holed up in his small room lit by red, flower-scented candles. The dim candlelight forces Tyka to pull the parchment close to properly read the small font. We get a close-up of his face, and behold, a weariness that can only come from sleepless nights and endless anxiety. The letter is, as always, encoded, but the interpretation is clear to us as Tyka reads in silence. Tyka, Ameritos was captured last night. I'm unsure what condition he's in, but I do know where he was taken. Regardless, our cover is officially in jeopardy. I'd like to believe Ameritos can withstand interrogation and torture, but we have to assume Geb knows about each and every one of us now. Our mission was to gather information about this accursed nation, and I believe we've done that. It's time to return to Lastwall, but first I'm going after Ameritos. He would do the same for any of us. I could really use some backup, and I trust you over everyone else. If you want to just leave, I won't judge you for it. But if you decide to help me, I'll be at the silk shop south of the Ebon Mausoleum, just after noon. It's been an honor working with you. Signed, Gustari. Taika rereads the letter several times, making sure he hadn't misinterpreted the message. This was bad. Of all his allies, Gustari was the one person. He was absolutely sure was still loyal to the mission and Lastwall. If this was her report, it was real. And that meant he and every other Lastwall agent were in imminent danger. Through the terror of this news, though, a subliminal wave of relief washes over Taika. An ally was in danger and needed help. This was familiar. This was where he thrived. The thought of fleeing was dead on arrival, and Taika is already donning his gleaming armor. We watch him quickly prepare for battle, and right before leaving his room, he activates his glamored armor to appear dark and plain. Taika hurries down the busy streets of Mekatar, throwing side-eyes as he goes, wary of an ambush at every turn. He knows the area fairly well after spending months in the city, and takes several shortcuts through side alleys and over low gates. In his wake... Nearly every pedestrian pauses and turns to watch the unsuspecting paladin like a wave of twisted scrutiny, like the entire city knows who he is and what's about to happen. We cut to the dark interior of a shop. Rows of fabrics and threads of various colors, all muted in the dim light, line the walls and fill cases and shelves dotted around the shop floor. No customers or workers can be seen. The place appears to be closed. Suddenly, the front door is swung open and Taika hurries inside before closing the door behind him. He doesn't appear to have expected the store to be empty and looks around cautiously as he carefully draws his sword and shield. Guzmari! Guzmari, are you there? A noise from across the room draws Taika's attention. He braces behind his silvery shield while holding his sword at the ready. A door at the back of the store opens with a small whine, and a grey, dried hand appears, gripping the doorknob from the other side. NOT ANOTHER STEP! STATE YOUR NAME! The door concludes its slow, long swing, and just enough ambient light falls behind the doorframe to show us the muted form of a powerfully-built woman with short, blonde hair in heavy leather armor. She defiantly takes a single step into more proper lighting, and we can clearly see the undead form of Yalus the Serene, already transformed into a grave knight. The ever-present rage we know to be swimming eternally behind her eyes is on full display, and she grimaces at Taika. The paladin steps back in shock. Yalis, You're the traitor! What have you done with Guzmari? As if on cue, the front door opens behind him, he whirls around, quite ready for such an amateurly telegraphed ambush, but stops as he beholds another woman wearing full plate and a face marred with talon scratches and acidic burns. Guzmari, the Grave Knight. Taika's breathing quickens as the room begins to spin. Guzmari? A traitor? When? How? Tyga stands frozen in disbelief as Guzmari slowly approaches him. His mouth opens and closes in a continued failing of speech. Finally, all he can manage to say is, Who else? New footsteps behind him bring his attention back to Yalis, and three more figures enter the store through the same back door. All former agents of Last Wall, all transformed into Grave Knights. A loud metallic clatter sounds as Tyka's sword and shield drop to the floor. Guzmari has closed the distance and stands directly behind Taika, whispering in his ear, I'm sure you're trying to figure out who the original traitor was, eh, Taika? He nods helplessly, absently. It was you. Taika's head jerks around and his pupils quiver in fear as they stare into Guzmari's eyes You were so ill-suited to this mission that you betrayed us all with your own incompetence, and now you've given Geb a full team of elite soldiers to exact revenge on Lastwall." He falls to his knees and bows his head. The other Grave Knights have likewise closed the distance, and now the five of them loom over Taika in his infinite shame. Guzmari kneels down with a consoling hand on Tyka's shoulder. Join us. Give your existence meaning again with a new mission. He nods helplessly, absently. The circle of grave knights breaks as they stand aside and we can see a new figure, the translucent floating ghost of Geb. Tyka's head slowly raises to look at the ghost king and in his eyes we can see a broken man someone whose worst fears have been realized in the worst way possible a man with nothing left to live for his empty eyes lock with gaps you're ready and arginus you are back in gallowspire in the theater
3: uh arginus snaps out of it and he's like "Ah,
1: it never gets easier (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know. All right. Now, what would you say, Well, like, As soon as Arginus started going up and casting the spells, Tibith pulls out his little notebook and like is ready to write down whatever he says. And uh, Ar- Argenus kind of goes uh,
3: word for uh, word what he can um, uh, only describe as a slow, uh, painful, like realization that you know he's on his own. And essentially,
0: just kind of switch sides. Yeah. And while uh, while Arginus and Taika are exchanging this, uh, Kishikish will shuffle over to Elksy, who is still unconscious, and he like leans over and he like checks Elksy's pulse and sees that she is still alive. But and he just kind of
1: lets things play out. By the time Arginus finishes his story, Diablis will finish writing down the last bit and then kind of look down at at Alexei just kind of like passed out unconscious at his feet and he's like oh lazy elk come on get up and she'll like smack her with a cure, cure serious wounds alright
0: <laughs> so she heals for 12 okay Alexei uh, stutters back to consciousness with 5 hit points
1: uh, <sighs> I'll give her another one oh, we... as she staggers to her feet yeah, she's, like,
0: like legs shaking as she stands up. I can't believe we made it out of that one. Well, mostly. Um, and she heals for another yeah. 12.
2: Yeah, as, as they're bringing Elksie back, Uhtred would have walked over to where Randolph's head is, bent over, picked it up off the ground, and just holding it in his hands, like, you know, looking into his face. You fool, Randolph. Just... Oh, why did you always have to have such a desire to be huge? <laughs> make yourself a target all the time.
0: Not fitting through doorways has a price. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Your
2: mind might have been in constant battle, but your heart was always in the right place. And Port poor Delias, gave the ultimate sacrifice twice.
0: Alexi kind of hurt. Her head, like, whirls around. She says, Thalias, he is gone.
2: Which is gonna put Randolph's forehead to his forehead. Fool, why?
3: Um, Argi- Arginus, uh, stumbles over there. Still reflecting on what he just saw in the, uh, um, in that little, like, imagery. And, uh, he, uh, uh oh, um, Uh, I'm sorry, Uhtred. I, uh, I know he was uh, the oldest one here, uh, next to uh, uh, next to you.
2: What are you talking about, Arginus? I think Arginus means he's old.
0: I think he means the senior most member of the group. Yes, uh, yes. (laughs) Actual
3: age. Uh, not not age, of course, uh, but uh, in this mission, w- once again, uh, I've seen things in the cards, and I've known you for quite some time, Uhtred. Uh, <laughs> uh But I
0: understand this loss is great to you.
2: It's not just my loss. It's all of our loss.
0: What are we supposed to do now? Randolph was the one... And she kind of looks over at Teoblith. He... I mean, Teoblith, he helps, but Randolph was our, he was our healer. It's already hard enough in here. Well, Well, uh, if you're too afraid
1: to move on, I can leave you outside. You're welcome to leave at any time. But I'm pushing onward.
0: That's not not what I was saying.
1: We are not pushing forward.
3: (laughs) Uh, We need to, we need to get back up there and, uh, you know, take stock in what we have right now. We, We shouldn't.
0: We shouldn't be meddling in here with uh, with as low resources that we have. I agree with our genus. I mean, I, I'm i willing to press forward, but I, I'm going to be next to useless no, with we, we how all easily I'll go rest. down again. Yes, I agree. I think that uh, all things considered, magic, endurance, all of that aside, you've all just lost a valuable companion. I don't think it would be right for you to just press on without observing the, the proper remembrances. I don't know. but uh, He was
1: big. He had a friend. He got cut out, and he died. There. I've remembered him. Your insensitivity here is unwelcomed. Look around. Do you see where we are? Sensitivity is a liability here. Get that through your head, or you're going to follow him to the grave. Sensitivity separates us from them. No, life separates us from them. and Sensitivity is part of that life. Sentiment. Passions. No, being not dead is what separates us from them. Everything that you're talking about is emotion. And yes, that's part of it. But so is anger. So is, I guess, grief if you want to go there. So it's joy. I agree with all of that, Tia Blith.
0: And none I'm of that is. To deny useful. those parts of myself.
1: Oh, would you two
2: just shut the fuck up, Tia Blith? 300 fucking years old. Read the room a little. Uchi's I am reading the room. Walk down to pick up his body. Pick up Randolph's body.
0: Randolph is still large sized, but. Uh... Oh, uh, hold on a second. Maybe it's not.
3: Yeah, can I still I mean,
0: are could dismiss that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a large person's sm- uh large person's spell, it is a dismissible spell. So, again, I'm I'm fairly confident this is just a rule that I started using, but I'll be consistent with it. So, once Randolph died, like maybe like around or around later or something, his body would have shrunk back down to normal sized all right uh <laughs> i uh
3: i'll agree on one thing we should not be having this conversation in here we should uh be having it out there where we could take stock once again
2: <laughs> I, I thought our new plan for resting was our genus got that sweet build like a Home
3: with
1: yes. Lives,
3: oh yeah, dude. Remember
1: that? Yeah, we do. Yeah, well, uh,
0: he does so have that. Yeah, I do have that. But uh, are we do you s- want to rest in Galaspire, where all magical healing is halved? Yeah, like that. It's
2: all. Uh, well, I guess it's not halved out out of Galaspire.
1: Yeah, we just yeah. couldn't use Healing like, Hands anywhere, but the ha- the healing right, is more right. potent outside. And healing Hands aren't gonna matter at this point. <laughs> yeah, you're we farther than
3: happen.
2: ever from Healing Hands. What a classic right. Joe move. Like, the amount of time that went into getting that up and running at <laughs> speed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm here! <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Yep. That's
4: how we do it.
0: So, you guys, uh, Dimension Door back to the surface?
1: Yeah. Well, on that note, since Joe's character is now a corpse, does it count as a character for the limit on who I can bring with Dimension Door?
0: I don't think so. Um, then I can bring everybody he's effectively an object now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah if if
1: Randolph is just a body now it's just an object I can bring everybody with one dimension door
2: all
5: right all right hooray <laughs> just a body <laughs> just an object I hear you guys <laughs>
3: pew, pew, hear pew. You. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so I guess dimension door bring us right back to where we've been staying
2: might as well. All right, you
1: get squatters' rights in here pretty soon.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure. I've got mail showing up in a day or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: oh, hold
1: on! Before uh, we go anywhere, uh, I want some loot. I want to know what these things had on them.
2: Yeah, I could call yeah. Matt. Yeah, we didn't lose a Rand. We also have to loot Randolph.
1: Yeah, but that right, that loot we can actually that loot we can at least bring with us.
0: I ain't bringing these bodies with us. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So, Taika had his plus two mithril breastplate, but you want to disintegrate that. Um, he's also got a plus one mithril heavy steel shield, a plus one keen mithril longsword, uh, plus one light crossbow with 20 bolts, a magical cloak, an ironstone, Stone. Ooh. magical ring, magical shoes, a platinum signet ring. Uh, bearing the holy symbol of Arasni atop the rune of Geb. That ring is worth 1100 gold. The ghouls have four flasks, each of alchemist's fire.
2: I'm going to take one of those.
0: Uh, Potion of inflict moderate wounds. Potion of invisibility. Regular old leather armor. They each have a magical amulet. And they have a formula book. So let's get
2: No rolls because we just get them, right?
0: Right. I somehow I completely forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Our spellcraft is ridiculously uh, high, plus you know
0: me. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right, so the cloak is a cloak of elven kind. These cloaks of famed elven design are enhanced to reflect the wearer's surroundings, aiding him in blending in with any terrain. When this plain gray cloak is worn with the hood drawn up around the head, the wearer gains a plus five competence bonus on stealth checks. Uh, the ironstone is a dusty rose prism ironstone. Grants the wearer a plus one insight bonus to AC.
2: I would like that.
0: Like you need more AC. <laughs>
2: If I'm going to have to be doing what I did last combat, yes. Give me your AC. Does,
1: does Uchid already have an insight bonus to AC? He gets a dodge bonus and a shield bonus, shield bonus from his arcana point. And an AC
2: bonus from mage armor.
1: That's an armor bonus. And I believe his okay. uh, the kensai ability that lets him add his intelligence to
0: it is also considered a dodge bonus.
2: All right.
0: The ring is a ring of protection, plus one. The magical shoes are slippers of spider climbing. Uh, and the amulets on the ghouls are each an amulet of mighty fists, plus one.
1: All right, well, we'll grab that stuff, and we can sort through that after we set up camp. Okay. So, dimension door back to our house.
0: So, is Argina still going to use that... Uh that like house spell that he has or are you guys uh Well I that's mean, an I...
2: actual house, so that would be better than whatever the fuck we've been calling our house.
0: Yeah.
3: Well the question is do we wanna do something that's obvious and stands out, or do we want to do something that is more convenient?
2: To be honest with you, I don't even think we would give a fuck right now there's probably a good portion of him that's hoping something comes along
1: yeah I definitely think we should be inside something inside like a building though even if we cast our genus like house spell I think we should do that like in another building because man I'm, a, yeah, yeah, random, a random a random other building showing up in the middle of Adorak is gonna maybe draw some notice even if the undead aren't all that smart
3: yeah if, yeah there's a if there's like a hangar or something like, like
2: a just for that, their planes.
1: I think the, the place we were in was pretty sizable.
0: I thought it was a pretty... How big
2: is the house that you make, Tom?
0: Huh? Uh, it just says it's a sturdy cottage or lodge. And probably just one story tall. I don't see anything about... It's that. like
2: a ranch style.
0: Uh, oh, here we go. Effect, 20-foot square structure. Huh, that's uh, not even that big. Yeah. All right, sure. Uh, our genus can conjure the... Uh, secure shelter inside of the barracks that you guys have been staying in. All right. Solid. Um. (sighs) Uh, Welcome home,
3: boys. We got uh, some uh, nice uh, arrangements for us. And on top of that, uh, I'll have um, uh, Jarvis. Jarvis,
0: uh, can you uh, put out the tea for us, please? Thank you. Uh, The secure shelter uh, comes equipped with, I think, two unseen servants. Oh, Jarvis Uh, 1 and Jarvis 2. Oh, just one. Jarvis 1. No, Jarvis 1 quit. Lazy bastard. Jarvis 2. Alright, Jarvis 2. Okay, yeah. Uh, The door shutters and even chimney are secure against intrusion. The former two being secured with arcane lock and the latter by an iron grate at the top and a narrow flue. In addition, these three areas are protected by an alarm spell. Finally, an unseen servant is conjured to provide service to you for the duration of the shelter.
2: Alright,
0: that is a ten minute cast, uh, but you guys aren't doing anything else. So yeah, uh, you guys are in your shelter. Uh, so besides uh, watches, is there anything that you guys want to do before you hunker down? Uh Maybe we should, uh, get off the heels, uh, tonight before,
3: uh, you know, so that way we, uh, uh, can use up as many as possible and then,
0: uh, wake up in the morning feeling refreshed. Yes, I 100% agree with that. And Elsie's kind of, like, stretching and twisting the, the, some of the, like, trying to twist some of the pain out of her, her joints. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure you're okay with
1: that. You're a little drain on resources. For everyone. As he, Tio just mumbling to himself as he goes over to start healing Elsie. Oh, I was
2: literally about to be like, everybody who's getting a heal, step forward. Not so
1: fast, Elsie.
2: <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what do I got left here? I have four five six more uses of cure serious wounds that's including using logical spell to bump it up to a fourth to use up
0: those spell slots yeah all right uh elxie has 17 hit points right now and uh she has well over a hundred total hit points okay
1: so like i said i got six of these so let's see what i can do oh also
0: uh kishikish who does not naturally heal
1: yeah he's back of the line uh,
0: <laughs> okay So Elxie heals 26
1: And then 29 So that's 55 With two heals Yep And then another 31 You taking notes Joe? Uh
0: No Jeez Matt is just
3: <laughs> yeah, he, yeah Yeah He's Oh cause play- you're
0: saying He's That you're doing all so- the healing Yep He's I so thought method. I needed
5: to yep. Keep track of it He's
3: fighting his character right matters this <laughs> <bliss>. <laughs> Yeah Jeez
1: so though I just healed her four times for Probably 100 and 115. Okay.
0: 112. 26, 29, 31, 26. Uh, kind of like shakes uh does that like dog shake and kind of like does like a big stretch. She says ah, "deal with uh I I know it doesn't mean anything to you but uh And I I know we we fight a lot, but I appreciate you helping me.
1: Well, every time they hate you, they're not hitting me. Not that they would, but still.
5: Not that they would. (sighs)
1: Sure. And who else is low? Or who else needs healing? Besides Kishikishu. Not
2: low, but I could (laughs) use a heal.
1: (laughs) How much of a heal?
2: Like, uh, I have ten non-lethal and I'm 25 off of full.
1: All right. I'll hit you with a Cure Light because I've got like, yeah, like 12 of those. Yeah, I, I don't honest. need like
2: a, a big heal because yeah. as long as you can get 10 or more, we'll, I'll be Matt.
1: There. Right. That's 18. You're <laughs> fine. And Argenus take nine. And I think that is everyone. So now I will start working on Kish Kish she thinks
2: wow, I'm, I'm impressed that tube still has healing spells to go
1: yeah I still have two more cure serious wounds so I'll start with those that's 29 and 32 jeez
2: the real question is how does this make you feel Joe knowing all this healing was there <laughs> for you
1: <laughs> I knew it was there the whole time he just didn't like me stepping on his toes he really
0: didn't <laughs> it was my favorite you still need more?
2: We've never really pulled them back up.
0: Yes, I'm sorry. I thought your goal was uh, getting me in tip-top shape, Teoblith. I can assure you that is never my goal. But uh, Well, then you might as well quit now. If you insist.
1: I'll start walking away.
2: Man, I hope Teoblith pulls a yard into this book. <laughs> 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 I'm
1: not here to be your healer. I'm doing it because it's necessary. You're going to give me guff about it, I ain't gonna do it.
0: Oh, sounds like an emotional response. Yeah. We're not in Galaspire anymore. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't be further from Galaspire, you're right. Alright, so are the, is, are there any other orders of business before uh, turning in? I don't believe so.
1: It's just normal watches. tubelith will take first and third like always.
3: Our genus like kind of openly, oh, finally, a
1: bed. Ah, oh, been on the road for too long. <laughs> Are there like actual beds in here enough for everybody?
0: Uh, it doesn't say anything about bed actually. Uh, I thought it had a, uh, uh. You conjure a sturdy cottage or lodge made of material that is common in the area where the spell is cast. The floor is level, clean, and dry. The lodging resembles a normal cottage with a sturdy door, two shuttered windows, and a small fireplace. The shelter must be heated as normal as a normal dwelling, and extreme heat adversely affects it and its occupants. The dwelling does, however, provide considerable security otherwise, and blah 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 about all that stuff I already read. Uh, so it sounds like it's just kind of an empty cottage. I know yeah, the, fuck your bed. I know that. No, there should be like a work. Be- like, there should be a workstation. Uh, oh, uh, the secure shelter contains crude furnishings. Okay. Okay. Eight bunks, a trestle table, whatever that is, eight stools, and a writing desk. So, yes, oh, it's there got are. A bunch of furniture. Yeah, you were about yeah, to so cheat are... me out of uh... <laughs> <laughs> a cot or bunk. Yep. All right. Well, when you're right, you're right. So yeah, everybody, uh, everybody gets a bed. Uh, even Elsie uh, eagerly uh, climbs into one.
3: I'll actually give her two beds. Like we, we pull two beds together. There you go, Elsie. You, you got enough room oh, here.
0: That's really not necessary, but uh, thank you, Argenus.
3: I mean, you're an elk. You take up a lot of space.
0: <laughs> Are you calling her
3: fat? No, just just got four legs. Uh, I assume you sleep sideways like uh, i i know i spread out every now and again elks
2: take a lot of room i'm not wrong (laughs) it's not wrong you're kind
0: of wrong am
2: i i mean like an elk probably outweighs every one of
0: us yeah like i mean i mean weight's not really a factor no not
3: weight but like size i i feel like a five foot elk is not actually, like I I understand that this is the world of like magic I feel like and an stuff. Elk's taller than five. But here is,
0: is here is a deer sleeping. Oh, but a that's deer and an elk are two different out. things. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Just... Yeah, but they're the same size. No, no, oh, yeah. not. If it doesn't sleep no, with its not. legs out, yeah, that's definitely good. Yeah,
0: I mean that's how.
2: I need to see a picture of an elk though. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Right, it's fine. it's. <laughs> we can't talk about bobcats and then you show me a fox. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know why I went to those two for but...
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess an elk is a little bit bigger. It's definitely here. bigger. Yeah. It's not different between a bobcat and a fox, though.
2: I'm gonna look up goddamn elk
0: stats now. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, they, it, they do sleep the same way, uh, but... I mean, yeah, I guess an elk does take up a tiny bit more space, but... Sure, whatever. Elsie does have those those horns, so I guess she her her response wouldn't have changed. I did, like she hold would on, have... F- first line of Google: Deer and elk have significant
2: size differences. <laughs> elk can weigh several hundred pounds more and stand at two to four feet taller than a deer.
0: Yeah, but what's their uh, what's their sleeping footprint? <laughs> oh, hold on, let me look. I'll get back to you. All right, so Elsie's response wouldn't have changed. Like she would have been. You know, like, her usual, like, humble self not wanting to be a bother. But she wouldn't have argued and maybe even would have thought to herself, like, I didn't really need the other bed. But, it's like, once she climbed in, she would have been like, oh, well, maybe that was a good call. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's no bother, Elsie. Don't don't you worry
3: about it. I, I have uh, Jarvis on it. it it's, it's all good. Oh,
0: all right. Thank you, Arginus. Uh, I don't think Jarvis can move a bed, though. They,
3: I think they can. Jarvis is moving this out. fucking bed. I'll push him to his limit. So
2: it, it's the very same, aggressive. Same sleeping position, but they are pretty much bigger than them.
0: Yeah. Uh, an unseen servant can lift twenty pounds or drag a hundred pounds. So I suppose Tom's two for two. Uh, <laughs> Jarvis, can, let's go uh, with. With tremendous effort. And just the- Bordering on- uh, Sound going across bordering the- Bordering <laughs> on cruel, cruel employment. And Alexi has two cots. Alright, so, Teoblith is staying up for his first watch, and Kishikish, as an outsider, does not need to sleep, so he's also up. Is anybody else going to be up for the first watch?
2: Our genus will uh, stay up. Normally it would have been Randolph. No, Randolph. Yep. Oh, he's the second one. He's the second hey, right, boy. the second one. Oh,
3: then
0: in that case, I'm going to do the second watch. All right. Uh, let's get perception checks from Kishikish and Teoblith. That's a 28. So 42 from Kishikish. All right. Uh, so one really nice thing about having this, uh, this cottage is all the spookiness that was... Like very uh, audible to you when staying in this place, uh, it's much more muffled. I mean, it's you're on watch, you're you're alert. It's not hampering your ability to uh, listen for danger. But being inside this cottage, inside of this barracks, it's no longer like just a constant like skin crawling uh, cacophony of spooky sounds all night. And uh, watch one ends with no issues.
1: All right. Then I'll wake up our genus for watch number two. Okay.
3: Our genus kind of splays out a little bit. Oh, oh my turn. Oh, 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 thank you. I uh, <laughs> I appreciate the wake up, the soft wake up.
1: Uh-huh. Well, it's your turn. You're, uh, yeah. You we are watching out the windows in this place. And uh, everything seems uh, on the up and up so far. <laughs> oh, no more dangerous than any any other night we've been here. Ugh. So, you know, Death's right around the corner. Have fun. Yes, yes. All right. Well, uh, g- get some uh, good sleep. Yeah, see you in a couple hours. Does Teopleth take a cop? He will, but, like, he doesn't really, like, lay down. <laughs> he just kind of, like, like sit cross-legged and, like, lean his head back against the wall. Alright.
0: Uh, Arginus and Kishikish can give me perception checks. Uh, that's a 20. Okay, Kishikish got a 32, and, uh, yeah. Copy-paste. No problems during your watch, and it's much more peaceful. Nice. Alright. Um,
3: I, uh, go wake up, uh, and Tia Blith again. Alright. Good, uh, <laughs> uh... Good morning, sleepyhead. Hope the cot treated you well. It, it was
2: nice for a change.
1: Certainly nicer than the floor we've been sleeping on. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, feel free to, uh, ask Jarvis to, uh,
3: to handle anything, uh, as needed.
0: <laughs> Alright. All right. um, so, Kishikish, Utrid, and Uh, Teoblith, perception checks. 24, 36, 43. Kishikish hasn't blinked all night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, another night of relative peace. It's just about time to wake up Elksi and Arginus. You can see the most meager of, like, secondary ambient sunlight uh make its way into the cottage after uh barely making its way into the barracks. Utra uh, Teoblith and Kishkish, Kish. You all notice movement in the cottage.
2: In the cottage?
0: In the cottage. You look over and see Randolph sitting up. Teobleth instantly draws his bow and points and like, yeah. knocks an arrow at him.
2: No, you can't have him tyrant
0: his uh his head is uh back like on his neck, like sitting properly, he kind of like starts at your reactions, but then uh, Joe, why don't you go ahead and describe what happens uh yeah, so Randolph sees you guys, turns around
5: and says
4: uh whoa whoa whoa, 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 it's me, Elias." I've been looking all over for you guys. How's it been? How's it hanging? Wait. Did you miss me? What?
1: Wait, what? Should I put an arrow in his eye just in case?
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me think of something to ask him that only Thelias would know. Yep. Yep. Ask me anything, buddy. Who, Who was the first that we lost on the dead roads?
4: Was it me? No, no, no. It was... uh. Well, that's an easy one. It was Father Crow, of course. Elias said, that... <laughs> it's me. That's Ran- I'm back Randolph's body." Although Randolph saying that aloud, I guess that's not the first time you've been in his body. Oh, Randolph, Randolph, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, Randolph, yeah, he's he's great. Uh, but I'm taking control for just a little bit. I'm uh, <laughs> got himself killed, so uh, I'm piloting now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm I'm confused. Is there knowledge? You know it's a
4: it's a lot roomier in here without him, come to think of it.
2: So Randolph's not with you.
4: Not with me? Um Randolph, are you in there? Nope. It's just me. <laughs> Thalias.
1: So while Thalias, Randolph Randias is talking, um, <laughs> is gonna like slowly like just like walk his way over to like the other bunks and just start, like, like not even looking, just, like, not taking his eyes off of Randias. He just starts, like, like waving his arm to the side until he feels, like, something alive that he can just smack to try and wake up, whether it's Elxie or Arginus. Or, uh, or like, whoever he gets to first, he starts smacking him, like, hey, 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 you gotta see this.
5: So now, catch me up on everything. What did I hold miss? On, hold on, is his head still
2: detached like, is it just a an... no? It's attached. It's attached.
1: I can't help but feel like the head's got to be like slightly cockeyed. Uh,
2: yeah, like you didn't put it you on guys completely are getting... straight. Yeah.
5: Yeah. By the way, you guys are getting like real Beetlejuice vibes right now. Is is what I'm. Uh, yeah, to you better right. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> he's he's been dead and in, in another body, and then he was a ghost, and he's just been all over the goddamn place. And at this point, he's just he's lost his goddamn mind. I'm getting
0: like, what i you... well, fit fitting great.
4: Yeah, what's everyone been up to? What do you mean I've well, seen you been guys. dead like eight hours.
1: Do you Whoa. know where we are?
4: Uh, this is. It better be the material plane.
1: <laughs>
4: oh yeah, well, was, was. I'm in the wrong spot. Yeah, but
1: more specifically,
4: uh, looks like a house or something. The dingy. What's the last not really thing you digs.
2: remember before seeing before now?
4: Well, I got cut in half, and that wasn't super fun. And then I sort of traveled around in the spirit world for a while, met a bunch of great people, and then I, I tangled with this this Randolph guy. But that's—I <laughs> was quite the bender. Uh, I don't really remember a lot from those days.
1: Uh, for the first time since he noticed this person sitting there, <laughs> Teal'c finally looks away from him and over to Uhtred. Like, was was this guy always like drunk? What is, what's going on here?
4: No. Drunk? Oh, that's a good idea. In Where his, is the alcohol? First Who's in life, charge around here?
2: He was a holy paladin. The holiest? He, he's, he's right. He was the holiest. It certainly was the best of our group.
0: I'd say by, by now, uh, whether they were smacked awake by Teoblith or just roused from the the conversation, uh, Elxy and Argenus are both awake. <gasps> oh.
4: <laughs> oh, my noble steed. Where Are you Ben? Come here. Give me a hug. Uh, it's not Randolph. It's Elias. It's Elias again? What? Come That's... in here, you old salty dog. Bring it in.
0: But you're but you look just like Randolph.
4: Oh, and Randolph. Elxy looks
0: over to where Randolph's body had been resting and sees that it's no longer there and then looks back at Randolph. Elsie looks back at Thalias.
2: Ask him where you first met each
0: other. Uh Elsie's Elsie look Elksy, well, she might like not remember this. She's just looking at Randolph. Really hard to read expression. Kind of like shakes her head a little bit. How is this possible?
3: Um genus kind of like sits on the uh, sits on the ground, pulls out a like pull out his cards and kind of just like shuffles through real quick and uh, flips him over. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Uh, of course, it is him! <laughs> the guards tell me everything! Yes, it's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Arginus, without, like, you know, even, like, shuffling things back in together, goes up to him and gives him a good hug. Like, <laughs> yes! The, the Fresma! F- seven at this point, right? Seven? Uh. Six, six. <laughs> They're coming back.
2: Well, whoa! whoa. Hold on, there, partner. Uh, he is easy to convince. Our genus will trust anything that's out of norm.
0: Keisha Keish kind of raises an eyebrow at. Whoa, our
2: Keisha Keish!
4: <laughs> Get a load of this guy! <laughs> oh, yes, been? yes.
0: Hello, hello, Thelias. Uh, it's it's good to have you back.
4: Oh, great to be back. I missed you guys so much, especially you, Kishikish. Come here! Oh, oh, oh,
2: it's in the other room. I'm this coming is... for you. <laughs> I, I know Uchida's not totally sure if that's the liest, but he's a little hurt that Kishikish was missing the most. Yeah, that's. I mean, can you blame
0: just, him? Nah, I can't. Uh, I mean, Kishikish. Uh, it seems is the most immediate and natural. Uh, He's a, he's the most immediate to accept this uh, development and just like, like almost kind of casual about it makes sense with uh, him being
2: like a higher up psychopomp
0: yeah and uh, so when Thalias is like come here you son of a gun like noogie 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 uh Kisha like he, he like he's just like yeah and he like so he like goes in he embraces Thalias. That's
5: how we roll on the dead roads wait a minute here wait he said,
0: uh I
1: thought psychopomps and undead didn't mix. What is this? Undead.
0: He, are he's calling undead. He he uh, Kishikish kind of rounds on uh Blith and he says, well, use your eyes, son. He's no undead." "Well, I'm pretty sure that was a dead body an hour ago." What?
2: I'm with you, this was. one Kishikish.
0: Not undead. A clear mm-hmm. distinction.
2: And that distinction is what? Yeah, what is it? Well, he's uh, he, uh <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: he's a humanoid of the he's a humanoid with the human subtype, not an undead.
3: Oh. Right. Joe. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe you wanna clear things up. It's <laughs> it's clear to me, but uh, oh, why don't you uh, uh tell everybody here what what you actually are. <laughs>
4: I'm a paladin named Thalias. Come back from the spirit realm. You guys know how it is there. I mean, how we were there together. Remember that all the trips on the dead roads and the, uh, all the fights. Oh, you're so
3: much more, <laughs> uh, Keisha. Keisha, you know, uh, he's a he's a skinwalker, isn't he?
0: I'm not. I don't know what that is. Uh, well, I, I I can't say I've seen anything exactly like this happen before, but. Thalaias, it is truly remarkable the, the tenacity that you have displayed in this journey that you and Utrid and the others have shared. Not wow. not once, but twice you've fallen in battle and refused to call it your end. Yeah. It, do, well, doesn't
1: your kind usually God's frown on that? Done. He's kind of bypassing your lady's whole yeah. thing?
0: Oh no, 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 no. That's Everyone thinks that psychopomps want everything to die and just stay dead and, and the, the world becomes stale and tasteless. No. The, no necromantic energies dwell within Thalias. Well, his, his obol notwithstanding. Uh, but, again, I, I, I would need to uh, run, run quite a few tests to... to be able to uh, write out a, a dissertation uh, or anything like that, but uh, if I could give you uh, my professional uh, s- uh, summary, uh, it would appear that uh, the, the the strong uh, emotional and psychic connections that bound Thalias to Randolph uh, have persisted, and just as Thalias was no undead as Randolph's companion. Uh, so too uh, is his current state of being. Nothing less than a spiritual transcendence allowing Thalias's spectral self to take hold of Randolph's body. I know to, uh, to a, a pair of mortal ears that might sound like necromancy, but it is not. There are... There are many differences many of which are subtle uh obvious to someone uh like myself but I can understand where it might uh confuse the lot of you
4: yeah guys uh, try try to keep up uh, <laughs> and by the way uh doc while you're getting all professional uh, my neck is killing me <laughs> <laughs> i must have jumped through some kind of wormhole cut one right in the neck <laughs>
0: Yes, I I would uh, I would encourage you to grow accustomed to that feeling, Thylas.
4: Mm. All right, <laughs> I've had worse.
2: How, how does Thelias register with my goggles?
0: Uh, to your goggles, he appears to be a living creature in good health. Wow!
2: Can we get like a a, a breakdown? Like I'm confused. Is this literally just? The is now in Randolph, and like mechanically, it's still the same Randolph. Like,
0: yeah, Joe, let's uh run it down for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> leave, I'm a leave no stone unturned.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: So basically, now I'm a medium, and it's backwards spirit land where instead of channeling spirits, the spirit is it's like
0: reverse. Interesting. So, so... I'm inhabiting his body as so... the spirit. Joe is now playing uh, a medium with the archetype reanimated medium, where a medium normally begins the day creating a uh, starting a séance where he channels a, a spirit into himself to power his psychic abilities. Uh, a reanimated medium is the spirit, and it channels itself into Randolph's body. That's not while
1: still also like channeling being another spirit. yeah like it also channels another spirit into the body too like
2: are you about to channel randolph and completely <laughs> do a flip the script of what was going on before
0: there are there are no additional spirits with the reanimated medium uh and it doesn't really offer uh an explanation on how the reanimated medium can like still encompass like all the other spirits so i've just Come to like referring to it as like the legendary influence that you are kind of attuning yourself to uh, that might otherwise have encapsulated a spirit as a normal medium. Who's more? I do have a Randolph.
2: Randolph. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying who's more legendary than Randolph? Yeah,
5: I do have a plan for uh, for Randy down the down the ways.
0: Uh, So basically, uh, a medium. Can choose one of six different unique uh, types of legendary influences to channel: an arcane caster, a divine caster, a martial champion, a uh, martial tank, a skill monkey slash trickster, and a like bard slash support build. Each each legendary influence comes with its own set of. Abilities that can help uh, shape uh, Thalia's priorities and niches for the day.
2: Wow, so you can change these day to day? Yes. Damn. So you basically uh, can just play every genre of a character.
0: Yeah, we wanted to keep it simple this time. Yeah, yeah I see. You Super simple. real simple. simple.
1: Yeah, every time, every time Joe's character dies, he comes back as something just more complicated.
0: <laughs> yep. I don't know if we can top it this time. Whoa, uh,
2: why are we gonna have to?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Alex? Oh, uh, <laughs> <We're>, I mean, <laughs> we're like forty minutes into this guy's beginning. Come on. Good point. And does Thalia's have any other stuff going on?
2: Is he a, uh, I guess it depends on what you channel in the beginning of the day, like whether you're more spellcaster, more swing of swordy. Yeah,
5: yep. most of the time it's gonna be. Uh, the, um, what the hell is it called, Alex? Uh, the Hierophant? The fi- no, the fighting guy. Champion. Oh, the champion? Yeah, Makes champion. sense.
2: You're, like, got heavy armor and two-handed weapon. Yeah.
5: It'll be that and the Hierophant, which is the healing
0: one. Um, and also, uh, I, I I know you were about to get to this, Joe, but I'm just so excited about it. I'm just going to say it for you. <laughs> uh, Thalaias is using the variant multi-class rules. So, every, so he's basically, like cut his feats in half. He only gets a feat every four levels instead of every two levels. And instead, uh, you kind of have you pick, like, a secondary class that you gain abilities from as you level up in place of those feats that you lose. And so Thalias is very multiclass into paladin, so he also has some, uh, some, like, diet paladin abilities.
5: Like lay on hands. Mm.
0: So... So as if yep. as
1: if playing uh, one class that can be actually six other classes wasn't complicated enough, he added another half a class on top of it.
5: Yep. <laughs> and it was all my idea and I didn't have any help making this.
0: I tried to stop him, but he had the whole thing written out already. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so let me uh, so let me
1: get this straight. Delias is the you put the lime. <laughs> Delias uh, is the guy that died back in that little Podunk Town you guys came from. And then he came back as the ghost friend of Randolph. Ghost friend? But now he's back again as Randolph? No, it sounds
2: like he's back again as the liars in Randolph's body? Well, that's the only body
4: I could find that I had a strong attachment to. He was my Greco Roman wrestling partner. <laughs> and uh yeah, I saw an opportunity to hop right in. Here I am. I can't believe it's you, Solias. I can't believe it's you.
2: And you and I don't know you. And you. I assume that was Tiblet. Yeah. He doesn't know our genus either, right? Yeah. yeah I try not to pulpit. acknowledge
5: him. He seems like a he
2: seems like <laughs> crazy person. <an idiot. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Thelias was not crazy. Randolph just appeared to be.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Randolph appeared to be crazy. He was actually just conversing with the actual voice in his head. With
0: this guy. <laughs> I think he was a little crazy. Well, yeah. But then, our, then yeah, Argina showed up and uh, showed everybody how it was done. And, uh, yeah, now here's Thelias, uh, just kind of riding the coattails.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It- <laughs> Joe, it needs to be a competition between me and you. Every time we die, we just got to out-crazy each other. You already
2: won. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: Oh,
3: Elias, it's a miracle. (laughs) You are really
4: special. Thanks, stranger. You're special, too. (laughs) Oh, I know. Give me a hug.
3: (laughs) Yes. Do you want some tea? Uh, Jarvis, Jarvis, get, gets, oh, get some tea.
4: Tea, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, no, 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 no.
1: Shh. Jarvis, tea. All right, well. We don't have any tea. Enough with the tea. Like, give There's it up.
4: There's no tea. Downplay the tea.
1: So, like, what can you do? Do you you still got Randolph Scythe, or can you use that? Do you need something else?
4: Well, I don't know. I, uh, well, I don't know. Let me. Where is it? Scythe? I'm more of a shovel guy. You know that. Oh No, you don't know that, but trust me. He's good with a shovel. I
2: I promise you that.
4: Uh, Scythe, yeah, I I guess I can use that. It's
2: kind of like a shovel, right?
4: Uh, Well, (laughs) I tried to make that argument with Alex.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to turn the plus two broken scythe into a plus two shovel. (laughs) He was like, I can't figure out how a scythe and a shovel could possibly be similar. Oh, uh, I was like, Alex, <laughs> think bigger. <laughs> um,
1: all right. Well, both kind of like looks, you see him kind of like look up and like he. you see like the one finger just kind of like moving back and forth like he's ticking through a list. like listen to his head and he's like, well, let's see, we've got...
0: Uh, Is he going through his inventory <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 let's see, we got this longsword that we just found and... Well, you might actually be able to use that shield that I had to dig through a pile of fucking bones for and Longsword, shield, that all sounds good, but hey Oh shit, he can
0: use think... that shield. <laughs> <Question> <laughs> That's for sweet guys. shield. Yeah.
4: What do we need all this uh armor and gear for? We beat the bad guys, didn't we?
0: We're just sort of hanging out now <laughs> at this point, right? I mean what's the state of everything? Catch me up. Thalaias, we're we're in the middle of of Gallowspire.
4: Gallowspire
0: <laughs>
5: Wow, they really did a number on this place. I go around checking the like the walls and the furniture to like
1: <laughs> In the little cottage <laughs> that we're uh, yeah. <laughs> oh <my> god.
4: <laughs> I tell you, I thought this place was gonna be a shithole with all the goings on, but it's it's actually not too bad, huh? There's <laughs> even a servant. This isn't what is up with this guy.
0: We're just resting right now. This is just our spell.
4: Oh. Well, you got to be careful with the mental spells around me. I, I don't take too little. To, I don't take those too good. Wait, what? What? You're saying this is what? Is this an illusion? What? Is this in my mind? Am I still dead?
2: No, this is just a well, spell. remember magic? We are right on the outskirts of Galaspire. We made it out of Rossler's coffin after. Uh, at least some of us did. Wow. Well, and we went to Vigil like we planned on, and well. We couldn't stop Vigil from suffering the same fate as Rostler's cough Was there
4: a big explosion? I remember there being there was a lot of chaos and uh, sort of bodies and blood and buildings yes. falling down.
2: Yes, that that was Vigil. Oh, well, all of it? Mm, yeah. And since then, we've been traveling through Ustalav to Gallowspire and, well, rats were ran. We lost Randolph. A few hours ago, inside Gallus Spire. Yep,
4: yeah, well, he tried his best, and uh, I tried to help him where I could, but, uh, well, I'm here now, so. I'm sure we'll see him again. He's he's still around, I'm sure. This can't point, keep a guy like that down.
2: I don't doubt that one bit.
1: I want to doubt that, but I can't, I guess I can't really discount what my eyes are actually seeing here. At this point, I
2: would just be a plain moron to... I've watched you die twice in front of me, and yet here you stand, still.
4: Here I stand. Just lucky, I guess.
2: (laughs) I guess it's all about what angle you look at it.
4: So, uh, we're still on the mission,
2: then? Yeah, and you're pretty much just in time to head back into Galaspire with us.
4: Oh, perfect. I've heard great things about that place. Not. (laughs) Ha! Well, what are we all waiting for?
2: I'm still just trying to process the lies. Right, 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 right i will take a cup of tea please
4: there's no tea oh my god Why is there <laughs> no tea i heard so
2: much about tea
0: <laughs>
2: Dude, you generally
0: there's... needs a cup of tea <laughs> right now Are you kidding me there's not even there's not even wood for the fire actually uh there was no fire going last night the, like the the, the cottage what? doesn't come equipped with like supplies or anything it's just uh, i thought
3: no it like it comes with a running fire i
0: thought it comes with a I fire this fireplace. fireplace. It comes it with a working a fireplace, <laughs> but you need to, like, put firewood in it. I mean, we could have <laughs> got
2: wood in the major overgrown nature-y off. Yeah,
0: yeah, probably. But there's definitely no tea.
2: Hot water? Can I have hot water with lemon?
0: <laughs> Just turn on the sink? Well, Where's the lemon? We did get a
2: fire going last night.
0: That's true. I mean, Sure. A
2: look at
3: Travis.
0: You yeah, were supposed I, to
2: stack up the uh, the last night. I guess we're ready to go back in. I can't. I'm. I'm I am a little shell shocked that Elias is fucking coming <laughs> back in with us. Back and better than ever, baby.
1: So on that note, actually, uh, Elias would you like to channel something before we go back in?
2: Now, nah, well, uh, yeah, learn the hard ahead. way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. <coughs> So he does. So the channeling he does, like, like he would have done that as he.
5: Um, remember we were talking about what it looks like when I'm uh, like sleeping or resting or whatever.
0: Yeah.
2: Also, Joe, and did then, you want like yeah. we do have some like items that you could use that Randolph couldn't wasn't really like geared to use.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Elias, this is like a new lease on life, you right. know. <laughs> Where Elias is back and.
2: Like, I, I don't know how your character's set up. I'm just saying, is it better for you to be shielding and swording versus a scythe that, like, you would kind of built into that scythe?
5: Um, I can only use the scythe if I'm the, if I'm the champion? Yeah, is so that it's true, a Alex?
0: scythe, yeah, scythe is a martial weapon, uh, so you would only have proficiency to that, uh, when you're channeling the champion.
2: What is a sword and shield?
0: The sword is, sword is a martial regular. weapon.
2: Yeah. So you could use them both. I guess it's a matter of, do you want this, the shield for AC? And I think it flies and does something else.
1: Yep. It's a plus three heavy shield. And once per day, they cast fly on itself and can carry whoever's wielding the shield.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. I remember that yeah. thing. And the um, plus three, does that add a plus three to like a normal heavy shield AC bonus? Yeah. Yeah. So it's what, a plus eight?
1: Plus five, total. Plus five. A heavy heavy shield is plus two, and then you add three to that.
5: Yeah, I'm down on that. I mean, as a paladin, my preferred sort of armaments would be the shield and a shovel, but a shield and a
0: sword seems pretty good. And it's a good sword. It's a plus one keen mithril longsword. Sweet.
2: Although, uh, and this would probably be contingent on Tom's feeling... Wasn't that rod standard when you swing it, a plus three mace?
0: Plus two, I think.
2: I don't remember what the sword was, and I don't want to offer up something that Tom owns.
3: Which one would be better for him to hit with?
2: What was the sword, Matt? It was a plus one sword?
0: Uh, Yeah, so the, the rod would have a higher enhancement bonus, so one higher to hit. But the longsword is keen, and it would also ha- it also has a higher damage die.
2: Keen's pretty sweet. That's a wider crit range for you there.
0: Yeah, so I think the sword would be better overall than the than the rod.
2: Yeah, if it was me,
3: give me that keen.
0: Yeah, Let, baby.
4: Me, let me get that sword and whatever shovels you guys got lying around.
3: Should we actually have the old sword?
2: Uh, old shovel? Oh,
3: no,
1: we left that like as a grave marker for him. Oh,
3: uh, yeah. shit. That's
2: wrong. What a lie that grave marker was. Motherfucker didn't spend any time there. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right, let's take our Delias on a test drive real quick. I assume... Uh, does this mean I have to go back to the casting Dimension Door?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Ooh, Joe yeah. made a new character. <laughs> ah. No, just... <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I guess you guys all Dimension Door back down to Gallaspire.
2: Hold on, hold on. Do I have to fucking cast this thing twice? What? Oh, I, well, I I have to, before we actually start casting, like, start start the day, how many Dimension Doors do I need to prepare? Because I only have three fourth level spells. Do I need to prepare two of these things?
0: Yes, if what we're gonna you guys plan on if you want, teleporting out,
1: yeah, if you want to come back out. I mean, I have quite a few fourth level spells now, but like, if I have to, you know, if I have to,
0: well, you'd have to prepare three of them.
1: I mean, I don't have to prepare he's anything. He's
0: a spontaneous caster, but like, I, I
1: I can cast five fourth level spells. Here's the thing:
0: if, but you Teoblith, can't spend
2: two at the same time.
0: Right, he would have to spend no, one dimension door is... to bring as many as he could to the surface and then a whole nother dimension door to go back to whoever he left behind and then a third dimension door to go back to the surface again yeah he used to learn dimension door that's what I'm coming to all right
2: I prepare to...
1: or we need to just start setting up this stupid uh building
0: thing in gallowspire if we if it's were that I low and need to we rest came out, yeah. yeah well even with all of Tia uh hoarded spell slots I don't know that's if he would have gotten everybody to full health if you guys were doing that inside Galaspire. Probably not. We didn't even get
2: Kishu to full health.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, he, got, he's, he got Lippy. He's, he was close <laughs> enough to uh, to be okay with getting Lippy.
2: <laughs> Alright, I did it. I prepared it twice. Go ahead Thank now. Thank you
0: for your sacrifice. Alright, so you guys, uh, Teoblith and Utrid each spend one of their precious 4th level spell slots to so teleport back down to Galaspire. And I imagine you're returning to the uh the theater yep. that you uh, left in.
1: Yeah, right back where we left. And yeah, as soon as we get there I'll recast my all those ten minute per level spells, the echo location, the perceived cues, see invisibility,
0: and then right.
2: I'll cast light on my scimitar.
0: Yep.
2: And daylight
3: spell onto my uh rock.
0: Alright, so as you guys are Casting your spells, you hear uh, you hear a faint muttering in this, uh, echoing off the, the walls in this room. Teal with your echolocation doesn't uh, doesn't help you. Uh, you don't see anything with it. But once uh, Argenus' daylight properly lights the room up, you guys see something on the north side of the room, and it looks like a translucent. Randolph. And he's kind of floating in the air, pacing back and forth, shaking his head, muttering. No, 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 this doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I, was, I was down here, and then I, I, I was. And then Thias is, is gone, and i I, I wanted to, to go back with the. With with who with who how you no, I with? No, no, no. I wait wait, wait 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 I I was I was down here, and then I, I had to I uh, go down a rope, and then, uh, uh, and then he grabs his neck like uh, head, and then he after watching this for like about a minute, you guys are able to cast your long duration buffs. Uh, his head snaps to the south to look at you all he says, hey, who are you? Oh, God, they keep multiplying. Another
1: one?
4: I, hey, I have no idea what this is. It's Randolph. Stuff. I'd recognize that guy anywhere. He looks just like me.
0: Thelias. Wait, 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 wait. And he points at Randolph. And you guys are doing like the Spider-Man me. <laughs> it's Randolph. You you stole my body. You stole
4: my body. You, um,
0: what? And he, he like... Shoves a, uh, a, translucent arm directly through his stomach. Uh, I'm all I'm fresh out.
4: Yeah, well I'm fresh in.
0: Hmm. What are and you doing kinda, anyway? He crosses his arms and looks like he's like deep in thought. He shakes his shakes his head. And he looks like he's like very confused and very frustrated. Oh, he looks like Uchert. <laughs> He says no, no. Something went wrong. Something went wrong. I, I was, I was with, I was with my best friend Thalias and and then, uh, and I was with Uhtred uh, U- U- and my other best friend Elsie and uh, Arginus and my other best friend Teoblith, and uh, Kishkish.
4: Yep, yep, yeah. And that's us. We're right here. What are you doing?
0: You, you stole my best friends from me.
5: I point at myself, like, looking around as if <laughs> I'm not sure who he's talking to, but.
4: Me? I did? Are for- you sure? You must have the wrong guy. I'm. I look just like you. Maybe you took your own friends. Hm? Mm? Ever think of that? No. Well, maybe you should.
0: Translucent Randolph kind of, like, whirls around. He, like, looks at the, the northern. like, the wall behind him, uh, as if he's, like, seeing the whole world from a new perspective all of a sudden. Uh, then he whirls around again and he says, uh, he like like points a finger up into the air like, aha! And he says, aha! Careful where you're pointing that thing! No, 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 no. Here. I, I figured it out, I figured it out. I just need to get you out of that skin and I need to get back in that skin and... Re- randolph the ghost lunges towards you all everybody roll initiative what next oh week wait oh what <laughs> on the inspired incompetence podcast oh Jeez. what
3: the yeah. fuck
5: <laughs>
0: see ya see
5: ya i'm not normally confused but i'm a little confused see ya,
3: <laughs> see ya.